0: What's good guys? Welcome to the flow show podcast. That is right. We are back. We are joined with Ryan Valdez for year number three of our playoff uh, prediction playoff kind of series that we've kind of done the last couple of years. If you are new to this series, uh, Ryan is a former minor league pitcher with the Pirates organization. And, you know, he knows a lot about the game of baseball. He's also a coach now at uh, Hillsborough Community College, a JUCO school here in the state of Florida. But we've done this last two years where we've kind of looked at the playoffs. And, Ryan, it's great to be back on with you, my man. Hope all all is well from the last time we had talked. But we got a lot to cover, man, because... 12 teams now will be in the playoffs. No longer 10. We got 12 teams battling it out for the World Series with an awesome weekend of baseball upcoming. I mean, I don't know how you're not fired up for baseball if you look if you don't look at this schedule. I mean, it's a really awesome schedule for the weekend. I know you're excited, Ryan. Great to have you on the show, my man. Yeah, man. Here's three, that's it's
1: exciting of uh, us doing that, so I appreciate you having me. Um, but yeah, it's kind of some cool stuff with the twelve teams now. It's a three-game series, first series instead of that. Just one wild card game, so it should be some fun, hectic uh, weekend this weekend.
0: Definitely for sure, man. It's going to be a lot of baseball to get into and a lot to talk about. Um, you know, I guess we'll kind of lead things off here, you know, going into the playoffs. You know, obviously the regular season just ended today. Every team ended up playing today. Actually, the Blue Jays had two games they had to play today. They had to make up a game from yesterday. But, you know, looking at the playoffs again, you know, kind of coming into the playoffs, I should say. Who have you liked so far? You know, coming into the playoffs here, a lot of teams have been hot, a lot of exciting teams are coming into the playoffs. Who has kind of piqued your interest here as we head into the playoffs here starting Friday?
1: Uh, obviously, the Astros. I mean, their pitching is incredible, uh, especially the starting staff. Uh, you saw what Merlander did the other day. He's just lighting it up at his ace. is something that's incredible. It's kind of top rate Yes, in a different sport, and... They go to the Dodgers, but look at the Braves. It's coming in hot into the playoffs. So um, you know, if you're a fan of the Atlanta
0: Braves, that's a good looking sight. Yeah, definitely for sure. As you mentioned, Houston has been playing very well this season in Atlanta as well. Uh, you know, one team that I've been interested to uh, kind of see is St. Is Louis. You know, you got Yachty, you got Adam Wainwright, and you also got Pujols, and what is going to be their final playoff run they'll they'll be having together as a group and they've been so much fun to watch this year pools has really turned it on this year and has almost made a storybook ending to his career which has been so exciting um, and then even in the American League as well, I you know, I got to go with my, my, I'm a bit of a homer here being, you know, a worker for the Toronto Blue Jays. Got to go with my Blue Jays, man. The pitching staff has looked really good and I'm excited to see what they can do here on the American League side of things. So lots to be excited for here in playoff season. If you are a fan of one of these 12 teams. And, uh, you know, Ryan, real quick, talking about the expanded playoffs, you know, obviously, I think for baseball fans, we've all wanted this. You know, this is something that. It's really exciting to have 12 new teams, and it's a great opportunity to, you know, give different markets that may not get as much exposure during the regular season, really give them an opportunity to kind of show off their market and show off their team, and you know, really gain some exposure for a lot of these teams, such as like a Seattle and and you know, some of these teams that haven't made it to the playoffs in a while. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, it's, it's cool to see they kind of spread out too. You, know, you got, a team up in Canada, and there you got. Yep. You have Seattle, on the other side, at least for us, the other side of the country. Uh, you know, you've got both New York teams in there. Yep. Uh, so it, it, it should be a, a widespread uh, viewing party for Major League Baseball uh, this postseason. You know, and then just a touch on the Cardinals; it's almost like a retirement party. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all these guys, are they're, they're, they're going to say goodbye, but it's like they're enjoying their last bit, and they have this little bit of a hard mm-hmm. coming out of those guys, where it's like, Man, they got a second win coming. Especially pools this year. You're questioning whether or not he gets 700, and it was home run after home run after home run. It was almost like
0: a party for him. It, it felt like every day pools was in a home run. It was pretty pretty remarkable to see pools kind of. Showing off his uh, glory days, if you will, obviously from when he was playing with the Cardinals. So it was really definitely a neat, neat sight to see Pujols kind of getting back to what he was, or you know, a couple of years ago playing with the Los Angeles Angels. So it was good to see Pujols kind of get back going again. But um, Ryan, yeah, I love to see him go oh,
1: with sorry. St. Louis too. it yeah. would have been different if he do it with the Angels you know, or somebody else or the Dodgers. It was really cool to see him come back to St. Louis and then to give the opportunity. Do
0: it in that Walmart. Yeah, it's been really exciting, and we're gonna to get to see a lot of him this weekend, and what could be possibly even his final series uh, in St. Louis, depending on how the outcome of the series is. And kind of going into that, we're gonna kind of make our predictions tonight. You know, we uh, we we've done this the past couple of years. The first episode, we've kind of talked about what we think is gonna happen this postseason, and so we're gonna go through the predictions here. We'll kick off with the wild card round, man, and I think we'll start out in the American League. And We'll start out with our hometown team, the Tampa Bay Rays, because that is the first game kicking off Wild Card Weekend here on Friday, 12 o'clock pitch time. The pitchers have been announced for this game, McClanahan and Shane Bieber. This is going to be an exciting series, man. The Rays, a lot of question marks. You get a lot of guys who are coming off of injury. You bring back Glass now; that's going to help a ton. You bring in uh, Franco as well, you know, coming off of injury. So the Rays are bringing a lot of their guys back. But you got a Cleveland team, man, that's kind of felt like they've been under the radar a lot this season. Uh, it's going to be exciting to get to see them play a little bit this weekend and get to learn a little bit more about their team as well. You got Shane Bieber starting out. I mean, this would be a great start to the playoffs, man. But. Uh, l- let's talk about this series. Raise Guardians. First time the Guardians are in the playoffs as a Guardian. So uh, what 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 do you got here in the first series of the Wild Card Round?
1: I think the Rays did it real as far. as The pitching staff obviously have their horse going. Game one ended up bringing Black Glass now to throw Game two. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's a, that's a question mark there. Either he can be the elite class now yeah. that we've seen the last couple of years, or it could be a game where hopefully they can bridge it. They just get into Game three with Rest Mussel going. He's been light out this year, and so that's a, that's a very interesting story, I think, uh, with the Rays side of things. Obviously, they got Franco back. Um, they got some of these other guys that are absolutely swinging well with G-Man Choi, going three for three today with the walk. Um, so they're, gonna, they're, they're getting back into their things. For me, Cleveland is super fast. If mm-hmm. you're able to keep Cleveland off the base fast, I think it's a series that the Rays will win. So I think that's the key to it for me is the Rays scoring more than four and letting their pitching do the work. And if
0: they're able to do that, then I think the Rays take this series. I completely agree as well. Um, as you mentioned, Cleveland is, is a very interesting team in terms of the, the way they play. You know, they're, as you mentioned, a speedy team. And, and Tampa Bay is an interesting team as well heading into it. Again, a lot of question marks heading into this series with this Rays squad. You know, can they kind of, you know, Build off some of the success they've had in the playoffs the last couple of years where, you know, it feels like the team has had, I wouldn't say has had, obviously the team has always kind of built themselves off of, you know, kind of finding those uh, underdog type players, but it feels like more than ever this year, the Rays, you know, are really the underdogs this season, especially in the postseason um for me I I have the Rays actually winning the series though I think with McClanahan pitching opening day that or opening of the series that's going to help out a lot I'm really looking forward to see what Glasnow as you mentioned brings to the table because so many question marks still with Glasnow and and what type of Glasnow we're going to get this postseason and we know how good he can be and I I think but I do think the Rays will find a way but I think it's going to go three games I think he'll go the distance
1: I agree with you definitely on that. Three games is looking like a, a, a surety to me. Uh, if you're a Rays fan, you're definitely hoping to face the Guardians and not have to face, um, you know, the Blue Jays up in Toronto, and then have to go play the Yankees, um, the Astros after that. So I think the Rays are actually kind of happy they kind of settled in to this sixth spot so they can face Cleveland and then
0: go face the Yankees. Yeah, definitely for sure. And and I'm not a big fan either of I would say the pitching matchup you know, for the Cleveland, in, or excuse me, the Cleveland Guardians, my bad, geez, um, not interest. not really excited for some of the pitchers that are going to be coming in in the wildcard games the next two days, you got Tristan McKenzie, who is a pretty good pitcher for the Cleveland Guardians, he'll be interesting to watch on that Saturday, um, and then you got Sunday with Cal Quantrill, so it's going to be very interesting to see with Cleveland, you know, you got your heavy horse and Bieber you know, going out in game one, which is no surprise, but then you kind of got McKenzie and Quantrill, which will be very interesting to see how they will you know, end up performing here in the postseason. I, I think the Rays on paper have the kind of star glamour pitchers that you want to see in the playoffs, but uh, for Cleveland it will be interesting to see what they could get out of McKenzie, who is a very good pitcher, and then also maybe even Quantrill, if, especially if it goes to game three. So it's going to be interesting to see how those pitchers perform.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Quantrill's very sneaky, though. Yeah. He's like one of those guys that, just, you know, you look up, and it's the sixth inning, he haven't scored a run yet. So, yeah, uh, for me, that guy, you just really got to jump on him, and you're, you're facing him. So, um, you know, I think the key is uh, who scores first. And I know that's really cliche, but it really is true for this series, yeah. um, especially because if uh, uh, the Cleveland Guardians kind of get momentum, they just keep running. Um, if the Rays get momentum and they score first, then their staff comes in, and their
0: staff is pretty much on him. Yeah, definitely for sure. It's going to be interesting, and obviously, whenever you have Kevin Cash managing the helm, you never know what Kevin Cash is going to uh, you know bring out, break out of his bag of tricks, if you will. So, it'll be very interesting to see how that series is going to go. Should be a very fun series to watch and a, a, a sneaky one at that as well. You know, you see a lot of these games uh, for the opening weekend of the wild card round, and, and you know, really, the Rays Guardians on paper is probably the least appealing in terms of you know your average fan, but. I'll tell you what, It, it I think it's going to be a very good series. So very excited to see what the Rays and Guardians series is going to end up making out to be. But we'll now jump in. We You mentioned the Blue Jays, and, and obviously working for the team this past season, again, I got a spot, soft spot for my team. But uh, Blue Jays and Mariners, this is arguably... My f- favorite series, not because I work for the team, but because the Blue Jays and Mariners series are so appealing because of so much young talent. Julio Rodriguez, you got the Blue Jays with Vladdy and, and Bo, and it, it, this is going to be a really fun series. And, and also, you know, Seattle Mariners fans travel, and, and you know, they'll, they'll be traveling to Toronto, not too far away from Canada. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, the, the, the crowds for the Mariners fans that are going to be there, especially not making it to the postseason in 21 years. But this is going to be a very fun series. A lot of young talent here in this series, Ryan.
1: Yeah, definitely lots of young talent. Uh, Toronto's really, really good at home. So yeah. I, I think the, the Mariners really got a sneak one. I, I think, um, you know, in order to get it to a Game 3, um, for me, though, the Seattle just usefulness, I think, can be something that really works in their favor. You know, I would say that sometimes the best baseball players are the ones that have never been there or don't know kind of the situation because they don't know the, you know, how crazy the situation can be and what they're actually experiencing until later in their career. And those guys with that youthful exuberance usually play pretty well in the playoffs. So this could be a really, really good series, really fun
0: series. Yeah, very exciting. And, and I mean, the pitching matchup, too, to start out is going to be incredible with Alec Manoa taking the mound for the Blue Jays, Luis Castillo as well uh, for Seattle. And, and, you know, with Seattle, a, a team like that, you know, I'd imagine they'll probably have Robbie Ray end up pitching at some point as well. Um, but, but for Toronto, or I guess I should say for Seattle, you know, how do they attack these Blue Jays hitters, Ryan? You know, it, it's going to be very tough to go up against this daunting Toronto lineup. You know, it, it's tough from one through nine, whenever you face this Toronto lineup, a lot of all-star caliber players, a lot of all-stars this year as well. I mean, you know, this is gonna be a tough task for Seattle. How do, how do they make it out, uh, this weekend if they want to try to win the series?
1: I think the key to pitching them is attacking them in with fastballs, with hard stuff. Got to keep them uncomfortable. So whether you're going in to move their feet, to get space back away on the outer half of the plate, or you're going in for kind of like effect where it's like, hey, I'm sending a message here. It's not your plate. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of the key to facing the Toronto Blue Jays. And you can see when they're not going so well, they're not going like doing what they're supposed to do with the plate, Is when you see guys attacking them in with hard stuff. So, I really think that's the key. If they're able to spot the fastball in, I think it's going to be hard for Toronto hitters because they like to get extended, they like to get their hands away from their body and like to leave the park. So if you're able to get that fastball in there and then back off away, then I think that's the Seattle Mariners pitching staff will do a really good job.
0: Yeah, and 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 you got a great pitcher to start out opening uh, the wild card round in, in Luis Castillo who has, you know, had a f- pretty phenomenal season. You know, he's again a lot of people Remember, you know, he was with the Reds. Not a lot of people, you know, you know, follow the Reds very much just because the team hasn't performed well in the last couple of seasons, but. Castillo is a very tough pitcher to go up against, so it's gonna be a really fun opening matchup. A lot of good pitching matchups, obviously, to start out the opening round of the wild card. Um, I'm going with Toronto here in this series again. Not trying to be a homer for my team, but uh, you know it's a tough place to play, as you mentioned in Toronto, especially once playoff time hits. That place is gonna be rocking. Toronto hasn't had a, a home playoff date since what 2016, I believe. So. It's going to be a rocking crowd. I mean, Toronto, you know, they have been they had to play in, in Tampa in 2020. And Seattle reminds me a lot of that Toronto team in 2020. You know, they made it to the playoffs. I didn't expect them to make a big postseason run. But, you know, they have a lot of young talent. It got them the experience to, to get to the postseason. So, I think this Toronto team that... That is coming into this weekend. You know, they're a very tough team to face, and I think they end up getting the job done. And I actually have them winning two games to none. I think it's going to be very tough for the Mariners to uh, try to find a way to, to get a victory in Toronto.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pull with a Lee Corso here, but like not so fast because <laughs> I really see the Mariners winning game one uh, behind Castillo. Yep. Castillo is just what a pickup. What a trade for them. I remember he was so, you know, highly try to go get that guy is what a lot of teams were saying. And the Mariners were able to pull it off, and he has just been an absolute dude and a horse on the mound for them. Yeah. I can really see the Mariners kind of getting to Manoa maybe early
0: yeah. in
1: a third or fourth inning and then just riding their staff. Um, and they steal game one. And then this is where the turn happens. I see the Toronto's experience, like you talked about, take over and they end up winning the series yeah. um, in three games. I like so it. I am taking the Blue jet in three.
0: I like that pick though. I like that opening pick. I could easily see that. Especially if Seattle's bats, I mean, you know, again, they're they're a little bit like Toronto in that 2020 season I think if Seattle can get out early I I can definitely see that you know quiet that crowd a little bit there in Toronto that would be a interesting uh exciting moment if the Seattle Mariners can win and obviously they have they haven't had a playoff series since 20 or not 20 (laughs) since 2001 so that would that that would be very interesting to see if they can get the job done there on opening day that wouldn't surprise me at all either so yeah I like that pick a lot there Um, Let's go over to the National League, man. This is interesting. Uh, You know, there's one big highlight game, I guess, if you will, or highlight series, I should say, in the wild card round. But we got to talk about the first round matchup here between the Phillies and Cardinals the early slot time we were mentioning about the Cardinals they've had a storybook year this year it's been a fun year to watch the Cardinals play and how can you not root for them as we mentioned with all the uh, the retirement home if you will for uh, for uh, Pujols and, and Yachty and also Adam Wainwright but this Phillies team Rob Thompson has changed the culture in Philadelphia, and the team is is getting a little hot right now. Red October is becoming a thing there in Philadelphia. This is an interesting series, Ryan, here with the Phillies and the Cardinals here at 2 o'clock on Friday to open up Wild Card Weekend.
1: I don't know what to think about the Phillies because they have a a five-game losing streak and a five-game winning streak, and it's just so streaky, and there's nothing really consistent about them and Mm -hmm. so if they play like they do and they get on those hot streaks it's like i mean i can really see this team upsetting a lot of teams yeah um and to me the cardinals have just been that consistent team you know they they're kind of not at the top of 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 the national league they've been consistent the whole year long i mean it's not like they've had low streaks and hot streaks they've just been steady the whole way and so this was a very interesting series on that aspect of it. Uh, I think AARP cards will be shipped out to the Cardinals after uh, the series. <laughs> um, but that's part of the fun of it. Is you, we get to rejoice in the, you know, well, I grew up watching these guys play. Um, you know, we would be by the plate pretending like we were Yachty. I was hitting home runs and mimicking stance, um, when I was younger. Just watching Wainwright Dice with his... Excellent movement. You know, yeah. when we were young, we were throwing footballs. Like we were at a win, right? You know. <laughs> so, to me, it's, just like, that's a, it's like nostalgia versus what are we? Yeah. And so, it's going to be a hard series for me to pick.
0: Yeah, this was tough, too. Like, this was honestly the toughest series to pick because it really could go either way. Um, I I think, though, something special is going to happen this weekend. Pools is going to hit a big home run. Somebody's going to do something. That's going to be special, and and I, I think the Cardinals find a way to beat the Phillies in this in this postseason round. I I feel like this entire year for the Cardinals has been you know a special year for the team and a lot of exciting moments with you know Opening Day. I remember watching Opening Day and Pujols out onto the you know hit for the first time back in a Cardinals uniform and it was just special. And this year has really been kind of the encapsulation of that for the Cardinals and, you know, kind of the one last ride, if you will. It, it, it feels like I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a team that it feels almost like with um, it feels like the Buccaneers, you know, with Tom Brady. They're trying to make a push to the postseason, you know, one last ride and stuff. So I think St. Louis is is going to be a, f- a fun team to watch this postseason. I have St. Louis beating the Phillies, and I wouldn't be surprised either if they end up taking two games to nothing if they sweep the Phillies in the postseason. Because, as you mentioned, they've been a streaky team, and you don't know what Phillies team you are going to get this postseason. If they could play the the way they've been, you know, the consistent play that they've played, I, I think the Phillies have a shot to to really make some noise this playoffs. Yeah, for me, you know, this is,
1: this is a really cool fun fact for you. Uh, my best friend, I've known since I was three years old, he lived two houses down from Rob Thompson. Really? When he was Yankees as a third base coach. So, I have a lot of familiarity there. We used to give us some cool tickets to go watch Yankee spring training games. So, I was a Yankees fan before I was a Rays fan, before the Rays became a team. So... For me, it's kind of like, what do I do I go with the guy I know? And am I going to pull the guys together? Or do I go with this retirement party and hang out with them? Yeah. And uh, we go sit my ties after this. So I think, <laughs> uh, you know, for me, I think I'm going to go get the uh, – I'm going with the Cardinals here. I'm going for nostalgia. I'm going for it. I want them to keep their golf tee times, you know, till next season when it comes back and it's nice and cool and breezy down here in Florida. They get their tee times in yeah. in December, uh, their tee times in October. So I'm going with the Cardinals and I'm taking the Cardinals sweep just because of the inconsistency of the Phillies. Uh, it was like, were they going to get in? Were they not going to get in? Oh, now they're in. Now they're not in. I really hope Rob does keep that position. I do think you're right. He is changing the culture, but I do think the Cardinals do win the series and, and they sweep this series to
0: another. To I, yeah I completely agree there I love the great great pick there yeah it's a tough series man it really is because again it's and it's one of those things where you know obviously I'm I'm a big Phillies guy as well uh before before obviously I joined with the Blue Jays here working for them and uh it, it was tough because I was like ah do I want to go with the Phillies but it's like ah, I gotta also so I, I stepped back and I'm like I looked at this game and I said you know what the Cardinals are they're a special team this year I'm excited to see what they can do and and I, I think they do end up getting the Phillies as well so yeah, so St. Louis heading into the divisional round with their, uh, as you mentioned, the retirement party. So looking forward to seeing what they could do here in the divisional round. But let's
1: go I'm on the- that retirement boat. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm going fishing with fools on that retirement boat. We're fishing some more for some more bombs.
0: I was about to say, well, I'm 20, so we may have to replace the my ties with, like, I don't know, some root beer floats maybe or something. I don't know.
1: All right, root beer floats on the retirement boat. Sounds oh. like a good plan.
0: That works, that works. So we'll go into the final wild card game, or wild card series of the first round, and this is a fun one, man. It's San Diego and New York. Uh, you know, San Diego, another team that has kind of been interesting to watch this season. You know, they haven't really – I would say impressed from what we had hoped, you know, obviously we knew the Dodgers are the juggernaut and they obviously showed that this year, but the Padres got to the postseason, and funny enough, they just posted that you Darvish is going to be the starter. I literally just popped up on my computer screen right now. So you Darvish will be pitching for the Padres, no pitcher yet announced for the Mets, but uh, you know, Ryan, this is a very interesting series. This was very tough to choose here. Um, but I ended up choosing uh, this selected team. I'll talk about it in a second. But uh, who do you got here? Padres, Mets, in New York. First time they're in New York in a while uh, for a playoff game, in at least in flushings, I should say. Uh, so who do you got between the Padres and the Mets? Should be a really fun series to watch this weekend.
1: I am just really down the Padres. For me, they're just... Uh... I, I thought they were the let down team of the year, to be honest yeah. with you. I expected a lot more from them. Um, especially, you know, you're spending money, you're training for Soto. I, I just, for me, I, I just expected more. And I don't know if it's just too much talent on the team and they're just not gelling or whatever it is. Um, but I, I'll tell you, I like steady. That's why I kind of with the Cardinals and that's why I'm picking the Mets as well. I know there's, they had like a, bit, a little bit of skid here towards the end of the year. Uh, but Buck so Walter. Um, that's the key that's the key for me. Uh I think Buck so Walter gets these guys in shape for playoffs. I think they were just hoping to get there to the nice. playoffs to finish with the division win, uh almost playing not to lose and playing to win. Um so I think that all changes from uh, you know, playoff time. Um and I'm taking the New York Mets. I, I think it's a it's a no brainer for me. I just don't think the Padres are just consistent enough. I can see Darvish going out and giving up five runs, um, just because of the inconsistency of the group. And so that's Mess it is for me. Yeah,
0: I think the, I think I completely agree. I think the Padres it feels like, you know, they've been trying to get all these big names. They got Soto this the trade deadline and it just seems like something is off with this team and so, like last year you know, similar fashion. The team was just off last year. Same thing here and then you got all this stuff happening with Fernando Tatis Jr. and it just feels like the Padres are always, something's always happening. It feels like in the last two years with the Padres and I, I think the Mets end up taking a series as well. I, I completely agree, Ryan. I think they get it. I think they get in three games. I do think they win two one. I think the Padres will take a win, um, at least in the series. But I, I think the Mets. You know, it feels like the Mets have been a World Series contender. The Padres, they've been good enough to make the playoffs. I just don't see them getting to the World Series at all. Um, I, I think they, the Mets. I think they're they're on a quest, and I think they're the the better team here in this situation. I think they're also the uh, the more you know, gr- I'm trying to think the what more gelled team, if you will, if that's even a good word yep. to use. Um, so I, I I'm going to take the Mets here as well. I think that's a re- relatively a more easy cohesive pick. Unit. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a great word to use. I, I like that. So yeah, Mets. I, I got winning in three. So
1: I just can't wait to hear Timmy Trumpets come out and just uh, shut the door down. <laughs> and how can you not like that? I think for for me, I, I, we were talking about the Mets being might be the best team in baseball this year. Um, Towards, you know, right after the All Star break, yeah. they were on this un- unreal tear where they, they, they passed the Yankees in wins and they swept that series and made the Yankees look bad. And then yeah. they were catching the Dodgers there for a second. So um, the Mets just look really good. I oh, think they're sure. gonna, back in the postseason. Post it's going to be a good, good series. But I think the Mets just have a lot of talent and the talent's playing well. Yeah. And I got to go with the whole talent, Pete Alonso. Yeah. Good friend of mine.
0: Yeah, Pete Alonso, the polar bear, is. Uh, the main man here from Tampa Bay. So, yeah, looking forward to see what he can do as well in his first playoff series, which is exciting. So, looking forward to that very much. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll now head into the divisional series now, Ryan. And uh, we actually have the same exact divisional series. We have literally the same exact bracket heading into the divisional series. You got Rays, Yankees, Toronto, Houston, and then over in the National League, St. Louis, Atlanta, Mets and Dodgers so this will be nice we'll be able to you know kind of pick similar games here heading into the divisional series so let's start out at the American League side of things as we did here in the beginning of the wild card round Rays Yankees this is gonna be a fun series if this ends up being the series Rays and Yankees it's gonna be really fun because we know what the Rays can do against the Yankees we know what they can do against the division they're a very tough team this will be a very interesting series But we gotta wonder how much more do the Rays have left at this point? Because you're getting towards the end of the pitching staff. We know they got Drew Rasmussen. We know they have a lot of pitching staff they can use and they could, you know, rotate. But how much is gonna be too much when they play the Yankees, who have very much been the, the top dog in the American league this season?
1: Yeah, I think the Yankees were really scared when they saw the Rays fly to that sixth seed. Um I know they are definitely pulling for the Guardians uh, because the Rays know how to pitch the Yankees. Yeah, It's stop Judge from doing Judge things and make everybody else try to go to work against you. Um, And you can see in all their series, there was a series not too long ago in Tampa where they only scored three runs in four games and Judge scored all three of them. And they ended up winning two out of three the Rays. They ended up losing two to one on the last day. Uh, when that when that AL that AL divisional race became really really tight, they did the same thing in Yankee Stadium, where they only gave up three runs in three games and and took two out of three against them there too. So for me, I think they know the blueprint. Keep Judge from doing Judge things, but also scoring just one more run to the Yankees, and they've been doing a really good job of that this year. So I am taking the raise in an upset here. And it will be end of Judge's magical season and wow. this ALDS
0: series. I like it. That's a I like the pick there. Um, it's an interesting series, man. I'll tell you that much. And I, let me ask you. You know, obviously, this has been a crazy week. Judge just hit his sixty. What is it? Yeah, sixty second home run, in in and yep. which broke the record. So very exciting week for Aaron Judge. Obviously, emotions have been high all week and obviously today was the last day of the regular season, but the Yankees get the bye week, which is huge. Do you think that helps this team heading into the postseason, mentally speaking, kind of relax themselves? You know, they just got over a pretty emotional week with a lot of stuff exciting happening with this team. Do you think the Yankees, mentally speaking, are going to be kind of cleansed, if you will, heading into this postseason, especially now that a lot of the big, you know, I would say, you know, monumental, you know, moments that have happened this week, you know, are kind of beyond them at this point now?
1: I think it may be worse. I think you just got all this, you know, greatness happen in front of you. you almost going to keep playing to keep the greatness kind of like a snowball effect. I think this could actually be worse for them not playing for three, maybe five days. Um, if the Rays, you know, that series goes three games mm-hmm. there, I think that you may extend it to six days without seeing live pitching, and I, I think that to them, that that might be that might actually hurt them a little more because you had some guys that were starting to get back to what they were doing well. They were towards of hitting well towards the end of the year, so this six-day layoff could be actually worse for the Yankees.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I actually I could see that end up happening. It's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what what type of Yankee squad is, is going to come into that ALDS series whether they play Tampa Bay or or Cleveland and if they get Tampa it's just it's going to be it's going to be a, a a battle. We'll say that. It's going to be a, a boxing match if you will between these two teams. So Really looking forward to seeing what these two teams have. I actually personally do think the Yankees get the series, though. I think in terms of their depth, they have so much depth in terms of this team for the Yankees. I think they find a way to beat the Rays, but I think it's going to be a battle. I think it goes to five games, and I think they win uh, in game number five. So I do have the Yankees going to the ALCS, but it's going to be a fun matchup, and I could easily see the Rays, you know, know, taking – uh the the series against the yankees because we again as you mentioned we they, they know how to beat these american league east teams they just they find ways to win even when this team was bad they find ways to win
1: yeah that's the crazy part when they were struggling they were still beating the AL East. <laughs> um it, which is weird they were kind of going through i think going into that yankee series where they played in new york and they lost like four straight yeah um before, but they but before that they won like 12 straight, and then they lost four straight, which kind of got it back to like that eight game range, yeah. and then they three out of four in in New York. So, um, like I said, they just know how to play up there, and they know how to play them down here. Yeah, so, sure. I think the key is honestly going to be game two. Because I think the emotions is going to run high for so New York. I think they definitely take game one. And is I, I think Cole's just too good in game one. Yeah, However, sure. game two, if the Rays are able to steal game two in New York, I mean, just watch out coming back to Tampa. Because now they're back in their home park. Nobody, mm-hmm. They don't like playing the trop, is what everybody likes to say. And the Rays don't want to play in the trop. So uh, they were actually a way better home team than they were a road team. So, yeah. um, like I said, if, they, if the Yankees are seeing the Rays, I know they are not happy
0: about it. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I mean, and you mentioned with, the Rays playing good at home, they really have. I mean, we saw in 2019 when they played the Astros, they were uh, so exciting to watch. And then even last year when they played the Red Sox, that, you know, opening game against the Red Sox was so exciting. I was at that game when Randy Rosarina stole to go to home, and what a fun moment that was in, in baseball Postseason history and even in race history as well. I mean, it was such a, a magical moment, and it's, uh, fun things happen at the Trop, you know. Again, as you mentioned, people have a bad rap on it, but fun things happen at the Trop, especially during the postseason. So, very much looking forward to that series. Um, yeah, I don't know why
1: people complain about it. You get to watch great baseball in seventy-two degree weather. Exactly, I mean, I really not not much a, a fan could complain about. Definitely Maybe the players, but for me i like going the sitting there in some nice 72 degree perfect weather and watching some good baseball i'm excited to see the
0: series yeah definitely for sure well hey ryan if the, if the series ends up happening we may we may have to attend it we may have to do an attending we may have to
1: we may have do to. a live podcast right oh.
0: there in the state oh man i like that idea all right well we, we <laughs> might have to make that happen we might have to make that happen uh let's go down We're here right <laughs> what's up
1: We're brainstorming
0: now. Yes, yes, we are brainstorming. Uh, We are now going to the next ALDS series, and we again we do have the same series for the uh, ALDS and the NLDS. So we got Toronto, Houston. I call this the Battle of the Gurriels because we got Lourdes and we got (laughs) Yuli. (laughs) We got the brothers going at it here in the uh, ALDS. Here, this will be a fun series, man. Toronto, Houston. I'm looking forward to this series obviously the pitching staff for the blue jays might be you know getting towards the back half of it which is not the strongest for the blue jays but it's still gonna be a very interesting series between these two two squads and and you're gonna have houston probably most likely with verlander pitching that opening day he's been lights out this year has pitched phenomenal um what do you got in this toronto houston series man this could be a very exciting series
1: I love Toronto as a team. I'm just going to throw that out there before I say this. I do love them as a team. I just think the Astros are the best team right now in baseball, period. Yeah. I think they're better than all the teams. Yeah. And they're, they're doing it right. They honestly they know what they're doing with their young guys that they come up. They have them pitch. And also their trades And Verlander's been there, so he knows how to do it. You know, the Altuve's been there. Most of this group has been there, so they know what they're doing. And just the way they're playing it, I just think they're just, it, they're just too tough of an out. I, I just don't, I don't think anybody can beat them. I think it's, just, honestly, I might throw this out there early. I think it's their, their World Series to lose. Um, so, as far as Toronto is, I think it's where they stop stopping. And I, I got the Astros winning this series. I, I think Toronto may win one uh, out of the five games, but uh, to me, they're just, their pitching staff is just absolutely lights out. Their yeah. closer, a little sketchy. Everything else... This is incredible.
0: I I have the same exact prediction as you, Ryan. I got I got Houston winning in four, three. I think Toronto gets one game, and it probably will end up being in Toronto most likely. Uh, I I think Houston, as you mentioned, it's their postseason to lose. Really, Uh their this team is dominant. They they've their lineup is is stacked. You know, you got in Trey Mancini. You got you know Christian Vasquez. You're able to get at the at the trade deadline. This, this team is, is is very fun, and the Astros, as you mentioned, they have just find ways to stay consistent every year. You know, every year, this is a 90-95 to 95 win team making it to the postseason, and it's been amazing to watch. Remember, in 2020, we were talking about if the Astros were even going to, you know, bring back some of their, you know, mojo the year next year, and they ended up making the World Series last year. So, this is an yeah. Astros team that... Watch out every year for this team because every year they're a contender. You know, no matter what's happened in the past, they got talent on this roster and they find ways to win and, and get to the postseason. And this, I think, again, as you mentioned, the Toronto uh, storybook season ends, unfortunately, and they've had a very fun run. It will also be Springer's return back to Houston for the playoff series. That will be very interesting as well. And But I think Houston is just a much better team. I think they're much better than a lot of these teams in the postseason.
1: And I I just got to go, like I said, another hometown boys. You got Lance McCullers out there just just dicing up guys. Highest curveball percentage in baseball, I think, by far. It's it's a gross pitch, and his fastball is electric. And then you got Tucker out there roaming center field, dropping bombs. You know, another crazy fun fact for you, I I help out at a family's restaurant in my off time, and I see his mom, Miss Lisa, come in all the time, and we talk about it how crazy gelled they are as a group. They said it's the most fun group. They're always doing humanitarian stuff with, you know, the pets and trying to rehome, you know, animals and things like that. I'm all for this Astros team.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. That Yeah, this is going to be – this is a team that's really exciting to watch. As you mentioned, Kyle Tucker, too. What a, what a bat he is for the Astros. Man, he is – Fun to watch, fun to watch for sure. It's
1: crazy, man. Growing up, I always, because I played against Preston and Kyle in high school, and I was like, man, Preston, who also played for the Astros, I was like, this guy is incredible, right? (laughs) There's no way his brother can be as good as him. There's no possible way. And then you see Kyle come in as a freshman starting for that high school team, and I'm like, all right, he's way better than his brother. No offense (laughs) to Preston, I love you, buddy. But Kyle is just doing damage, man, and he is just fun and joy to watch. That's the other cool part about seeing, you know, your – Friends grew up with. They just—he's playing the game, and he's not playing it in a bad way. He's playing it in a great way. and It's such a good dude. and It's
0: fun to watch. Yeah, definitely for sure. Really exciting bat in that lineup for the Astros. Uh, now let's jump into the National League side. We're getting our chance, our first chance to talk about the Braves and the Dodgers. And uh, let's kick things off at the uh, the St. Louis Atlanta series that we both have here. This is gonna be a fun series, Ryan. These two teams, I feel like I've met up a lot in the last couple of years in the postseason. It feels like Atlanta's always had St. Louis's number. Mm-hmm. Again, St. Louis has had a a a really a Cinderella year. It's been you know kind of the as you mentioned the retirement party. Bringing that up again, um, but you got an Atlanta team, World Series defending champions from last season, and they bring back a lot of their guys from last season. But the only difference is, is Freddie Freeman is now a Los Angeles Dodger. And, and you got a guy who's Matt, and Matt Olson, who is your first baseman with the Braves, and, you know, Freddie has kind of been the captain, if you will, he's the equivalent of Derek Jeter with the Yankees, in my opinion, he's the Derek Jeter of the Atlanta Braves, in terms of kind of been the captain for years for the Braves, but now he's gone, this is a little bit of a different Braves team, but it's also the same team in the fact that, you know, you got Acuna, and you got your big bats in the lineup. That this team definitely has a shot to to repeat as a World Series champion here in 2022.
1: Yeah, I, I for me, I, I I love the Braves. I, what they did towards the end of the season, uh, it, it's it's a, just a credit to Snicker over there. He just yeah. knows what he's doing this time of year. Uh, October comes around, he knows how to get guys to perform, and he's doing a good job of it. Um, for me. I really start to think this is where the retirement party comes to an end. I'm down there in the battery. Uh, it's a fun place to retire, though, I'll tell you that much. Um, you know, they can go hang out down at PBR, ride the bull in their retirement party, because um, I think this is where it happened. Um, as much as I love those guys, watching those guys, to me, it's always been you know something that's been very incredible for me. Um, just reliving the experience. I saw a gist the other day that had all... 700 home runs from pools, and it, and I was just going back to childhood memories. So, um, as, as much as I hate to say it, I do think this is where the retirement party comes to an end, and uh, they're riding the bull and the battery off into the sunset.
0: I like it. That's a, It's a good pick, and Atlanta is a tough team, man. the pitching staff this year, too. we got to talk about the pitching staff. How impressive has this Braves pitching staff been, especially with that you know top name in Max Fried? I mean, he's been phenomenal this year.
1: Yeah, Freed is just like, this is just gross. I think he's probably he might be the best left-handed pitcher in baseball. I agree. Um, yeah, he just just dominates in the zone, out of the zone, like, and he's just doing everything right. So, yeah. um, for me, it's definitely uh, it's like a coming out party for him. And even though he's already kind of been out there, I think this really he really kind of shows everybody. Yeah, I mean business, and I'm probably the best left-handed pitcher in baseball.
0: I agree. I agree completely. I'm. Ending up taking the St. Louis Cardinals though with my oh, NLDS. Oh, oh, I I'm going. You you took the raise as kind of your I would say you know upset pick if you will in the ALDS, which really isn't an upset. <laughs> if if anybody knows the Rays, it's really not an upset. But uh, I'm going to go St. Louis over Atlanta. I I I again I think the retirement party continues. I love Atlanta. I think it's gonna definitely go five games for sure. I think if St. Louis has any shot, it would be in you know going to five games in the series. There's something about St. Louis again, as I mentioned. You know, it's a special year. You know, it feels like St. Louis every year they win the World Series, something crazy happens with the team. Like David Freeze was kind of an underdog story. You know, in the year that they won in 2011. So, I I feel like st louis is one of those teams that could easily have it happen again this year and again you know it would be what is it 11 years uh since the last time this team won a world series i would love to see it happen it would be really exciting i have st louis going to the nlcs in my kind of surprise pick here in the nlds i
1: think the biggest thing that's changed baseball is the dh and the nl Sure. So it gives them an opportunity to put an extra hitter really in that spot. So yeah. actually pull the actually play a position, he can just hit. So, um, you know, I, to me, it's, it's definitely an underdog story. And I think it'd be a, a like you said, a, a underdog pick there. Um, I just think that the, the pitching from the brave side, the starters are just, just way too good. So, <laughs> um, that's, that's where we that's where you kind of meet the issue where it's, uh, those fastballs coming out of those hands yeah.
0: um, of the starters just, I think, are blown by those older guys. And and that's, and that's I'll be honest, Ryan, when I was making this pick, that was the one thing I was having so much issue with picking St. Louis. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't know how they're going to fare, especially, too, because you got to think. St. Louis plays the wild card series. They're not going to have their top pitchers coming out on Tuesday. Atlanta is. They're going to have their top guys going games one, two, and three. So, you know, it's going to be definitely tough for St. Louis to, you know, try to get some wins and, you know, muster up some wins against this Braves pitching staff. But, you know, again, you got, you know, you got your veterans there. You know, they know, you know, you know, what to swing at, you know, there are guys who definitely can, you know, make an impact and, you know, kind of bring the team together, but it's definitely was a tough series to pick. I'll tell you that much. It was not an easy pick to make picking St. Louis. So, (laughs) but uh, it will be very interesting to see if they can make it to the national league championship series this year, but you got Atlanta. I got St. Louis. We're going to now go into the Mets Dodgers series. And I think this is probably the most exciting series Arguably the top two best teams in the National League all season um, this year. Who do you got in this series? The four seed Mets or the one seed Dodgers?
1: Yeah, this is. Uh, I think this will be. I think this probably might be the best series in the postseason. Yeah. Um. You got both big markets in LA and New York coming together. Um. I, I like I. It's going to sound really funky to you, but I'm going to take this underdog here. I'm taking Timmy Trumpets, and I'm riding him all the way to the uh, to the NLCS. I, like um, I think if the Mets really get back into what they've done throughout the course of the whole season... I really think they're tough to beat, and I think if they do win a game in L.A., which I think is 100% possible, and they got to go – now the L.A. guys have to go all the way across to New York where now they're losing time instead of gaining time. I think it's harder for guys to go east than it is to go west. So um, if they sneak a game, I can see the Mets kind of sweeping at home and taking the series. So for me, I am taking the Mets in this series. This is my – kind of pick because i don't really see the rays as a uh you know like an underdog against the yankees because of what they've done against them in the uh in the regular season just over time you know they say time tells all and i I think the rays kind of know how they to play that so for me this is my underdog pick i'm taking the mets over the dodgers
0: i like the pick a lot um and it makes complete sense and and one thing is too is is you know that you got to make remember too Dodgers are playing in beautiful, sunny L.A. where it's probably like 70 degrees over in L.A. But then they got to travel to New oh, yeah. York. And it's going to be a frigid New York, too. It's not going to be... You know, imagine those games are going to be at night. It's, you know, probably the biggest game of the day in terms of the ALDS. It's going to be a cold one at New York. So, you know, they're going to have to battle with that as well. So I, I like the pick a lot. I do have the Dodgers, though, winning the series. I think Dave Roberts, you know... After last season's unfortunate loss, this team is stacked and their pitching staff is from top to bottom stacked and as well as the Mets. This is going to be a really amazing series and the best, as you mentioned, in the postseason. But I do think the Dodgers, in a bit of a revenge, a little bit, if you will, from last season after uh, you know losing to the Braves in the NLCS, I think the Dodgers get back to the NLCS this year. They're on a quest, I think. Uh, And, you know, they want to get back to the World Series because they won the World Series in 2020, Ryan, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, put an asterisk next to it just because of the season itself and with it being a 60-game season. So Dodgers have not won a full-season World Series yet under Dave Roberts. So you wonder, can this Dodgers team find a way to get to the World Series and win it? You you wonder, especially with all the talent they have.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of question marks, too, like Trey Turner's contract coming up. Yeah. and, and just things like that that usually don't find the Dodgers because they're usually locked up, yeah. these guys. So, um, to me, I, I think that the Dodgers, this, this might be, I think this could be the end of what they've been on for the last couple of years, actually. I really kind of see them lose this series, and you have to kind of make decisions on what parts you want to keep and not keep. Um, and I, I, that's kind of why I'm leaning towards the mess here um, just because there is kind of those things hanging over the head of the Dodgers, um, which, you know, they've always been good in saying, oh, we're not thinking about that. Or, or, you know, the cliches where we're focused on the, on the game and the postseason, yeah. but it's in the back of their head. And um, like you said, the weather is different. I can tell you pitching up in Pittsburgh early in the year, uh, it's ice cold. I tell you, opening day um, when I was in uh, Loway, we're up at Charleston, West Virginia, which is, you know, an hour and a half from Pittsburgh, and they were, both fields were covered in snow, big league team and ours, and we were still playing that game. They had the uh, tractors on the field, and they're covering the snow, and it's starting to get cold up there. So it's a lot different series um, when you go from a hot weather kind of thing to the cold weather kind of climate. It's a, more of a one-run, two-run game versus a six, five, four kind of game. So uh, that's kind of why I'm taking the map.
0: Yeah, I like the pick. I and I and you make a good point as well with a lot of this team as well. You wonder, as you mentioned, you wonder kind of what the the t- you know the team's going to look like next year with a lot of these contracts and such. And a lot of these guys are getting older too. You know, these guys aren't getting any younger. Kershaw's not getting any younger. So you really do wonder. You know what what the Dodgers' direction is going to be here in the next couple of years as the team you know starts trying to you know re- kind of fill up those you know major players that they've had the last couple of seasons so i I like the pick with the mets and that should be uh make it for a really good nlcs that you're gonna have on your bracket here um so you got atlanta and new york in the nlcs you got tampa houston i have yankees and houston and st louis and the dodgers so that is what we have here in the NLCS and the ALCS here for both of us. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll begin here with the ALCS. So again, I got Yankees-Houston, you got Tampa-Houston. So I'll begin off with you. Who do you have in your Tampa-Houston series going to the World Series? And, and what should be a very exciting rematch from a ALCS from the first postseason that we did together in 2020?
1: Yeah, are the are the Astros still tipping signs because it's, it's so glass mouth in trouble? Um, I don't know if you remember that story. I do. But they said they had on glass. So uh, are they still being able to do that? Because if they are, it could be a tough series for the Rays. Um, I, I do think this is a seventh game series, yeah. just because of pitching. Um, they just played a couple days ago, um, and it was a tight series there too. Um, you know, both teams getting better of both games. You know, where there were high scoring games in two of them. And then one was super tight. So um, this is, for me, it's a coin flip just because the Rays postseason baseball, it works for what they do with the pitching. Winning with pitching and defense is really what wins in postseason. It's grittier. Every run means more. And so that's kind of why they're so good in the postseason. However, like I said in the last series, the Astros are pants down the best team in baseball. I think they just become too much. So it's a 6-7 game series for me and I have the Astros winning
0: the series. Yeah, I can easily see the Astros getting to the World Series here and obviously again, Tampa, at this point it would be an amazing run to see them get to the American League Championship Series and they definitely have the team to do it and they're definitely the the type of team to do it from you know what we've seen in the past, but I agree with you as well. I think Houston does get to become too much, in, in if that series were to end up occur, and then for me with the Yankees-Houston series, very interesting series as you mentioned. Houston, you know, has kind of been they've from top to bottom their roster is stacked. Um, but I do have the Yankees getting to the World Series actually, and I have them winning in seven. And uh, I, I think you know you're gonna have a good outing, I imagine, from Garrett Cole. I, may, I hope to see maybe Judge get some, uh, you know, big ABs as well, but I think one of the big things with the Yankees is, and, you know, kind of rekindling from the past a little bit, you know, the Yankees and Houston have a little bit of a rivalry, you know, with Houston in 2017 and the, you know, cheating scandal, I think New York gets to the World Series here in 2022, it's been a while since the New York Yankees have last made it to the World Series, 2009 to be exact, and... You know, I think they uh, start out the 2020s, if you will, strong, and they uh, get to the World Series here in
1: 2022. Yeah, I just, I'm not. A, I just don't think the Yankees are what they were early in the year.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Early in the year, everybody was hitting. Yeah. You know, now it's if Judge doesn't perform, then they're just not very good. Yeah. Um, whether he's getting on base by getting walked or something, they, everything's revolving around him, which is a lot of pressure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, excuse me. Just for, especially, um, it, we're on the postseason time. Um, so if just struggles with there's an inkling where he's not, you I know, mean, he batted 311 this year, if he bats, you know, 280, I think it might be tough for them yeah. to win that series. Um, which is the unfortunate thing about them because, and also their, hit, their pitching has been pretty hit or miss too, yep. whether it's been they dominate for streaks or they get lit up for streaks. So, um, you know, I think Garrett Cole going back to Houston does not play the Yankees' favor I know Houston knows everything about him. Yep. If they're able to tip in being the guy one time, which they have been able to do, imagine they can do off a guy they already had in their, in their you know, their clubhouse. So um, for me, if that is the series, I think it's an easier one for the Astros than the Rays series.
0: Yeah, i i think i I think one of the things I, I think with the Yankees is that I enjoy is like their depth. I think they have so many like different styles they do of a lot players. Of depth. Which I think helps, and I, I think that's one of the big things that I like about the Yankees, especially during the playoffs, where you have guys like Harrison Bader, and, and I think that's why I've been leaning a lot towards the Yankees here in the playoffs. But I could easily, I think Houston easily could knock off the Yankees. I mean, Houston all around has been fantastic this year, and uh, with, you know, with Justin Verlander and Jose your or your uh, I believe I, I said it correctly. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible with my pronunciation, man, I tell you. And uh, Lance McCullers, as well, as you mentioned, our Tampa native. Uh, you know, it, they would definitely propose a challenge for sure. But I, I do think the Yankees, with having that kind of diverse batting order, I think definitely gives them, you know, an interesting. But as you mentioned, you got to see consistency from the Yankees batting order, which has kind of been off and on here this season, especially as of late. So, But I do have the Yankees going to the World Series here in my predictions. You have Houston going to the World Series.
1: They are getting Carpenter back as well.
0: That's true. That's true. That could be a big pickup for them. That is, yeah, that, that was definitely big. Um, For the Yankees, i will definitely be huge to have him back as well. Um, So now we'll go into our NLCS. And I tell you what, Ryan, you have a very exciting NLCS, Atlanta and New York. That is going to be amazing because I always love divisional matchups in the playoffs. There's something about it that is always exciting to watch. I got St. Louis and the Dodgers. Uh, Who do you got here in your series, man? Atlanta, New York, the 2v4 matchup. It's going to be really fun.
1: It's almost like I did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, you know, I love the series. I know the Atlanta Braves swept, but I don't know if you watched the game. They were exciting yeah. and fun. Uh, Olsen at that home run to make it a, you know, from five to four to six to four. I mean, it was just so much fun. I, I needed that series to happen again, essentially, with more kind of on the line, uh, you can say. So, um, for me, I still think Atlanta calls them. I think the Mets call Atlanta daddy still. Um, I think they are their dads. Um, I got the Braves winning this one. I do think this one goes 7-2. I think we got two seven-game series on our our hands. And I I do, the Braves team, man, they just, like I said, they just know how to win at this time of year. And their staff, their starting staff, you got to face that. Um, You know, in seven games, it's going to be tough. So uh, I'm going with the Braves to get back to the World Series. And I got to. You know, like I said, I like rematches. I'm a fan of good fun series, so I think it'd be a fun rematch to have the Braves and the Astros again.
0: I love that rematch. This is that would be really fun if that ends up being what the World Series is going to be. Obviously, a rematch from last year, but yeah, this is going to be a really exciting series. I mean, both teams are, I would say, pretty evenly matched. But I think when it comes, as you mentioned, to the pitching. Braves are gonna to be too much in terms of the pitching staff, and I, I think there will be a game or two that the Mets may slack off a little bit in terms of you know going up against this Braves pitching staff, or pitching staff, if you will. Uh, I would take the Braves definitely in that game as in that series as well. And then for me, St. Louis and the Dodgers in what should be a very exciting series. I'm continuing the storybook run for the Cardinals. I know it sounds crazy, but I have the Cardinals winning in six over the Dodgers I think they continues I think the storybook run continues to the World Series as I mentioned the Cardinals are one of those teams that always finds some heroic figure to get the job done and I feel like that this year it's gonna be the case and and I have the Cardinals getting to the World Series and and playing the New York Yankees in the World Series in my predictions I think again this is a exciting Cardinals team you know, you got a lot of guys who are are going to be exciting. And for my kind of pick that I would say for the guy who I think is going to become, I would say, the, the hero, if you will, I'm going to go a guy who, you know, he hasn't been hitting well this season, but, I, I you know, he's been around the team for a while. I'm going to go Paul DeYoung, who I believe could be a hero to get this team to the World Series.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you pick the Cardinals to go this far, you got to pick them to go all
0: the way, right? <laughs> I do, yeah. I mean, it only
1: makes. It only makes sense, right? Um, you know, I think what was huge was that Yankees trade, yeah, with the with the Cardinals when they, they got that Lessie. I, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank on his name when they traded Bader, um, but he's been really good for yeah. the Cardinals. And what, it was funny at one point he had more wins in the month than the Yankees did when they were kind of going through their struggle. I saw that. um, that's all good. He's been and so. Um, he, he could be like a sneaky guy for them in the postseason where you're just like, well, he wasn't very good for the Yankees, but now all of a sudden, who is yeah. this guy? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, like I said, if you take him this far, you might as well take him all the way.
0: Yeah, I got to take so,
1: him if, if that's going to be the NLCS, I'm going with the Cardinals too. Might as well send him to the World Series <laughs> and get a little kind of heart going in, going into that series.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah, I would be really excited, and, and I would be excited to see – the man, the myth, the legend, uh, my favorite. I always say my favorite candy bar, Lars Newt bar in the postseason. <laughs> I would love to see I him. him. <laughs> What's up?
1: I played against him going through the minor league. Actually, really? Every time I got called up, he did. So we always played against each other um, going through uh, the minor league. So he was fun. Um, you know, he, we beat him with change-ups. I'm not sure how they're pitching him. Um when I threw against him, I was always uh, I was a high spin rate fastball. So I try to throw the ball up in the zone with the yeah. fastball, and then eat him with changes late. But that's a fun guy, and that's a fun name to say, Lars Newbar. I can say that all day long. <laughs>
0: it's the best. It's one of the best names in baseball. I'll tell you that much. And uh, yeah, I'll be very excited to see him. Uh, get to play in the postseason, so but I I think Paul DeYoung, I think he is a hero. I think he's a, you know he's a guy who's been with the Cardinals organization for a while, and I think he finds a way to become a hero in the NLCS. So our World Series, Ryan, is for me. I got the Yankees in St. Louis. You got Houston and Atlanta in a rematch from last season. I don't believe the Yankees in St. Louis has been a World Series before. I don't believe unless this was a while back. I wasn't probably even born yet if it was, but uh, <laughs> but regardless 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 of that, I'll kick off with you. Houston Atlanta, the rematch from last season. Do you have Atlanta going in a repeat, or do you have Houston getting their second World Series title in franchise history?
1: I am hoping that we get a third World Series with these two teams. Because I'm going to take the Houston Astros, right? you are going to play best two out of three yeah. in these World Series. So I'm the Astros. Like I said, I think that they've been the best, best team, like the best, best team in baseball. Like I, said, I don't think it's been close, honestly. Um, yeah, I know the Dodgers won a lot of games and so did the Astros. But it's just, for me, it, 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 they're just such an incredible group. Mm-hmm. They, they did it right. Credit to them and their front office. Uh, this group they put together, you know, their minor league staff and the guys they brought up and things like that, they're just way too deep. Way too big, complete of a unit, um, and I do think the Astros win the second World Series um, in their history. And I do think it's a close series. Um, I do think it goes seven. Again, I'll have I like the seven game series because I love more baseball. Yes, but, uh, <laughs> I got the Astros winning that series, and then hopefully, you know, in twenty twenty three. We get a 3 of that World Series.
0: <laughs> well, I'll be expecting a another prediction where we're going to see Houston and Atlanta in the World Series. So I'm expecting another prediction <laughs> next year. And it's similarly there. Maybe I'll just keep this bracket and I'll shift it to next season and write 2023 on it. So we'll see. <laughs> but uh, for me, I got obviously Yankees and St. Louis. I do have the Yankees winning the World Series. Um, I think, you know, St. Louis at this point, it would be too much with the Yankees. As I mentioned, I like the diversity with this offense for the Yankees. I know they, as you mentioned, they haven't been the most consistent bunch in the last month or two of the season, but I do think. Once they get into the playoffs, they'll find their way. And I think having, you know, that kind of lineup where it's kind of a good mix of uh, power bats, but you also got a few guys who definitely can, you know, swing the bat for contact. You got a guy like Stan too, Ryan, who has been very hot as well, hitting the ball um in the last couple of weeks as well for the yankees so i think the yankees get to the world series and they win the world series for the first time and i believe what is it 12 13 years at this point so i do have the yankees winning the world series and the uh, title is coming back to new york for the first time in a while it feels like new york ryan in the last couple of uh months here and even especially recently new york has has had success recently in all their sports it feels like which is shocking
1: yeah, I, I I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you take the Cardinals all the way through that, and then you lose the nostalgia at the end there. I don't know how you did that to me. You kind of hurt me there a little bit. <laughs> but I will say this. If you're a Yankees fan, you're just saying to yourself, you only got to win 11 games and 19 games. Um, I don't care how consistent you are. Just win 11, and you win the World Series. Um, but you know, if that is, happens to be the series, yeah, I want the Cardinals to do it. you oh, got to sure. walk up and stop that, right? you got to be the Peyton Manning where your defense carries you because you can't really throw a football. Your defense carries you to, you know, a Super Bowl. And hopefully that's what happens, if that, that series happens where this team just says, hey, you know what, let me get a piggyback on and I'll carry full Hulse and we'll carry Yachty and we'll carry <laughs> wing like that World Series title. I'll get the backpack, you guys just hop in and we'll, and we'll get you there because yeah. um, that would be something incredible. something we haven't really seen in the. Really, really
0: long time. I was about to say they might actually have to carry them off the field because uh, <laughs> there will be a lot of baseball they'll be playing here in the next month. So I got the uh, Yankees
1: ready.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll they'll have the uh, they'll have the bus waiting for them outside the stadium after the game. So, <laughs> but uh, I got the Yankees winning the World Series. You got Houston winning the World Series, Ryan. I tell you, man, this is going to be an exciting playoffs Friday. Uh, I mean. What else is there to watch than playoff baseball on Friday anyways, man? Like, I mean, what are, where are you going to be watching Friday? Let me ask you. This is a trick question. I imagine you'll be watching baseball, How are you?
1: Yeah, baseball is definitely uh, numero uno on there on my list. <laughs> I got a, got a little bit of recruiting going on, so I will be watching, you know, those 16, 17, 18-year-olds 18 18 year playing baseball. But you better believe, on my little phone there, I may miss a picture, too, because I'm going to be watching some of these playoff series.
0: Yeah, it's going to be exciting, man. Can't wait for... Friday afternoon, noon, first pitch for the Rays in Cleveland. Uh, full weekend of baseball for everybody here and Ryan we're going to be on weekly we're, we're going to be back here each and every week breaking down the postseason as we get through so next week we're going to be in the thick of things here when we get into the American League Divisional Series we'll recap the wild card and we'll uh, be kind of taking you on this insane journey year number three has officially started my friend it's good to be having you back on the show and it's it's good to get to talk to you again.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be back. This is a really fun time. I love talking baseball, and I really enjoy talking baseball with you, especially when it comes down to these high-intensity series. Um, So uh, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited for the next couple weeks. Yeah, well,
0: again, I will say my ideal World Series will be Toronto and Philly, because again, those are my two favorite teams. But again... You know, New York, St. Louis, I wouldn't mind the World Series, and Houston, Atlanta will be a very fun series as well. So it's going to be a lot of exciting stuff happening here in the next couple of weeks here on the podcast, as uh, again, we're uh, bringing back the playoffs uh, series, if you will. So very exciting for that. But as for myself, Dylan, Ryan Valdez, former minor league pitcher, here again on with us. Uh, We thank you for listening. We will see you guys next week for week number two and uh, more playoff baseball. So that will be it for everybody. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out, guys, and have a great night.